Hey, this is Nick. This is Jace. And welcome to the Demand Gen Daily Podcast. This is around the beginning of February, and we got some questions here from this. But before we get into the, what that question is and what the series is going to be about, please remember to like, follow, subscribe, always ask us questions. We answer them. We create episodes out of them. So actually, your questions really help us out. And we have Jace here because the question that we got asked is around Amazon. And should I be on Amazon? I'm an e-commerce company. What should I do? And we thought that this would be actually really helpful for almost everyone around like, where's Amazon at now? What, what should we do about it? What are the pros and cons like ground up, like assuming we know nothing and who better to bring on than Jace who knows so much about Amazon. We're super excited to have you. Great. Glad to be here. All right. Jason, start wherever you'd like. This is your show. Yep, sure. Just a little bit about my background real quick. So I have managed over 400 different clients, FBA sellers on Amazon. In my previous work, I managed an agency that focused exclusively on Amazon FBA sellers. It was a real school of hard knocks. It was an MBA on e-commerce in from 2018 and beyond. And basically the, the answer to the question, should I be selling on Amazon? If you're selling a physical product, e-commerce, and it's not one of the extreme outliers, so 98.9% of e-commerce sellers out there cannot afford not to sell on Amazon. And here's why. Amazon.com alone, like most people listening here know that Amazon's huge, not a new slash to anybody. But you probably just don't know how much of an impact they're having. And they will grow and continue to have more of an impact. Amazon.com alone. So for those of you who don't know, we call these Amazon platforms. So Amazon.ca is a platform. UK, Australia, Japan, India, Germany, France, Brazil. These are all separate Amazon stores. Okay, Most people are familiar with Amazon.com alone, just as one e-commerce entity, is bigger than all other e-commerce platforms combined, all other Amazon sites, bigger than walmart.com, ebay.com, all Shopify, combine them all, amazon.com is bigger than all of them combined. And the scary thing, now I don't have statistics pre-pandemic, but right at the beginning of pandemic, all of e-commerce, when you take all of retail, 100% of retail, 14% of retail was e-commerce. 9% of that 14% Sorry, 9% of all e-commerce was Amazon. Sorry, I want to correct that. 9% of all commerce was Amazon. And they have only scaled and just accelerated post-pandemic. Now, I, I say this because I want to counteract the common sort of YouTube meme. If you search every January on YouTube, like how to get big or how to succeed on Amazon, all the headlines are is Amazon too saturated? It's too late to succeed on Amazon. It's too competitive. It's too saturated. That's the word, too saturated. Here's the thing. If you want to go into electronics and set headphones or sell an iPhone case without significant advantage from some perspective where you have some crazy innovation, yeah, good luck. You might as well go try and take on the mafia. If you want to sell vitamin D supplements on Amazon, you better have balls of steel because it is a slaughter. Okay, but there are endless product categories. There's product categories that are just sprouted up. They're all new. And if you are willing to be creative and find a niche that can work for you, 
there is incredible opportunity on what is the largest sales platform on the planet. So that's my Amazon answer. Is Amazon too saturated? Hell no. And for those who understand business, like you, you have to find a micro niche and dominate that micro niche. It's so much easier. There's tremendous opportunity because the average sort of less bold entrepreneurs like, oh, it's too saturated. I'm just going to create my buy site. Okay, but you're giving up the largest opportunity that there is right now. Yeah, I mean, and I think the important thing here, like from a saturation perspective is that I think Amazon has quite a bit of room to grow. And I think that's the other side of it. So the counterpoint to it is that if it isn't saturated for your product category, it will be at some point. And the longer you wait, the harder it's going to get to actually generate like that presence there and like the sales and be a market leader on the Amazon platform. You mentioned Amazon FBA. Could you maybe explain to people what that means? Yep. Amazon Amazon FBA or FBA stands for fulfillment by Amazon, as opposed to FBM, fulfillment by merchant. So fulfillment just means shipping, fancy way of saying who ships the product to the customer. So if you're selling Nick socks, Nick, you sell Merino wool socks and you are an FBA seller, you ship your inventory to an Amazon warehouse, which we call an FBA warehouse. And then when I buy your product, Amazon ships it to me. Right. So you're paying Amazon a referral fee, the privilege of selling on the platform, and then an FBA fee. That's your fee for for them to ship the product. Okay. Or you could be FBM where you ship the product to the customer after they buy it on Amazon. If you are an FBM seller trying to compete with an FBA seller, you're handicapped. You're fighting with one hand tied behind your back, two hands tied behind your back. Because Amazon's faster and cheaper than any solution that, you know, a third-party seller could have. If FedEx or UPS is sending your products, good luck competing against Amazon. They're too good, right? Now, some will say, yeah, I want to be FBM, not FBA, because Amazon controls the relationship completely. It's Amazon branding packaging. I can't put product inserts. I can't put, well, you can. We can talk about how to do that. But you would be working or you would be skirting the gray area between Amazon's terms of service. So they really want to control the the relationship, the post-buying experience with the customer. I totally get that. But you need to understand there are ways to that that challenge. But going FBM and not taking the advantage of FBA is naive, right? Most sellers who sell products that are under a couple hundred dollars can and should be selling FBA, fulfillment by Amazon. Makes sense. We're going to have a part two to this. Actually, we're going to do an entire series on Amazon. So this is like the most basic of the basic information. We're going to ladder up. We're going to go give you all of the basic info. We're going to then do some intermediate stuff. And we're going to do some really advanced around Amazon in the next couple episodes. So if you found any value in this, please stay tuned for the next few episodes all about Amazon in our series. All right. Until next time.